Hi, this is Bob Kendrick, president of Negro Leagues Baseball Museum for Storied. Twenty-two amazing stories of the Negro Leagues in 22 amazing weeks brought to you by my friends over at Pro Athlete and the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. One of the reasons that it took so long to integrate Major League Baseball was that there were many Major League teams that were making money off the Negro Leagues. Many Negro League teams were renting their ballparks, and, and when they did so, those Major League teams were getting a percentage of the gate, and in likelihood, all of the concessions. And so that kind of made them hesitant to want to break up that financial gain that they were receiving from the Negro Leagues. There were owners who had contemplated breaking the color barrier well before Jackie Robinson and Branch Rickey made that bold move. As a matter of fact, Clark Griffith, who owned the Washington Senators in the early 1940s, had explored and was, was thinking about the possibility of signing Buck Leonard and Josh Gibson to his Washington Senators. After all, he had seen Buck Leonard playing a dazzling first base and hitting line drives all over his ballpark and he was watching Josh Gibson hit balls where no mere mortal had ever hit them. But then he realized too that number one, he was gonna be ostracized by his peers if he tries to make this move. Number two, he was going to cut off a source of revenue if he made this move. Because there's no question, if you were to bring these Negro League players in, you were going to put the Negro Leagues out of business. That was a direct ramification from what happened with the integration of the game. The Homestead Grays who were playing in his ballpark were actually outdrawing the Washington Senators. And, and so Griffith made essentially a business decision to keep that source of revenue. It's all summed up in a wonderful set of letters that we acquired from 1945 that was written by Larry McPhail, who was the managing partner of the New York Yankees. And in the letter that was written to Mayor LaGuardia, the mayor of New York at that time, and Mayor LaGuardia had been pushing for integration of the game. And Larry McPhail wrote in response to his public pushing for integration of our sport, but basically outlining why he didn't think it was a good idea. Well, as you could well imagine, the letter is written with a very racist tint, although there are some levels of actuality or factuality within the body of the letter, mainly the fact that if we sign some of these black players, we will put the Negro Leagues out of business. He was absolutely right. But then in the next breath, he goes on to say, well, they lack the faculties to play in our league. Now, I don't know when you had to become a Rhodes Scholar to play baseball. But nevertheless, that was the mindset that these players weren't smart enough to play in the major leagues. But then as you move it deeper into the letter, he gets to the real crux of the situation. In 1945 alone, the New York Yankees made over $100,000 off of the Negro Leagues from renting their ballpark in Yankee Stadium, across the river in New Jersey at Bears Stadium, and here in Kansas City at Blues Stadium. $100,000 in 1945. 
$100,000 is a lot of money today. But in 1945, $100,000 was a whole lot of money. So even when they say it ain't about the money, it's always about the money. This has been Bob Kendrick for Storied, 22 amazing stories of the Negro Leagues in 22 amazing weeks. Stay tuned for the next episode next week.